Hey everyone, welcome back to Fathoms and Enneagram Podcast. This is Creek. We're going to try something new here.、Um, we're going to try to be releasing、uh, these little 15 minute episodes, roughly 15, give or take a little bit,、um, every Tuesday. And so we thought, why not start with the topic that is near and dear to all of our hearts memes. Memes. Or in memes. classical languages, meme. Meme. <laughs> Never heard that before. All right. So, y'all,、uh, Drew, tell me about memes. What's your experience? What do you like about them? What do you don't? Oh, man. I'm so mixed on this. So, I, this is an interesting topic. I think it's, it's the easy thing for everyone to trash、mm-hmm. right now、um, and then yet still secretly love. That's my take.、Mm-hmm. Because I, I do think it. Uh, similar to our conversation we had on、uh, ego and essence, you know, where we talked about caricatures, you know, they don't, I think a meme is a form of a caricature right,、yeah. in some ways. So it points to something that maybe has some truth or is an angle towards truth, but at the same time、uh, is probably、uh, not an in depth look at any one、mm. thing.、Uh, and yet they can be just completely funny when done really well. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, it, it, it's,、um, I'm conflicted, <laughs> as you can tell.、Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about the meme is that it works because something seemingly is true about it. And it's funny because there's truth to it. Right. And right. I mean, that's what, that's what a lot of like, comedians would even say, too, is why humor is so valuable、um, is that it, it says the hard thing that we're maybe not often willing to just say without humor softening it. To, the, to that point, like it is, it's like,、um, I, I just think in analogies all the time, so bear with me.、Um, on some level, it's like taking an ingredient out of a food and calling it the food that it was in.、Um, hmm. Like,、yeah. calling sugar cake is not correct. Sugar is in cake, <laughs> yes, but it is it, and it does play a part. But isolating that small, minute, Um, finite thing compared to the infinite complexity of a human experience、um, just often leads to misunderstandings.、Um, yes, it is funny,、um, but it is not, it's not the full picture. It's not the,、um, it almost it doesn't necessarily respect the human behind the type. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I looked yeah. up、uh, just like, I was curious, where does meme, the word meme come from, right? And, you know, it's, it's an old work. Old word, there's, there's actually a Greek etymology to it, but、um, I told、uh. you. <laughs> but I looked, I looked、uh, one, one, one space talked about how Dawkins,、uh, in his book, The Selfish Gene, sort of referred to it or tried to make sense of、um, a massive idea and put it into what, what the term was a unit of cultural transmission. Whoa. Which I found really fascinating. And the original idea wasn't to communicate everything about something, but to say a lot without saying it at all, with all of it, you know?、Mm. So, so when you understand like the idea of archetype or, you know, original pattern or model of something, it's, it's a solid marker for understanding, but it leaves out the person with,、mm. with the archetype, you know, the, the thing that contextualizes、uh, the pattern, right? Yeah. I mean, on、yeah. some level, I think that you're also talking about art, right? Like, Art、mm-hmm. works because it never gets at the thing. It always just dances、right. around the thing and、yeah. describes it. Right.、Um, but to say, oh, this one love song is the utter definition of love, well, that's not actually true. 
but it does point to something and it and it does um, mean something to certain individuals at certain times of their life. Yeah. And it, it does seem like memes, no matter what they are, um, but we're, we're talking about internet memes as they relate to the Enneagram, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they're simplifications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think maybe a, a question that's worth asking by anyone who consumes memes, if that's if that's yeah. the right way to look at it, but even you know by following these accounts, is what is simplification mm-hmm. for? Is it just to simplify people uh, and and put them further into categories that may not be as helpful? Mm-hmm. Or you know, Abram, you talked about the comedic effect, which is what most of these accounts are getting at. You know, we all know the difference between uh, brilliant comedy and really bad yeah. comedy, right? And I, I think that there is probably a role to play for in this meme culture to, if, if it's done really well, it, with using kind of standards of really good comedy, then good comedy can really point at some things that we otherwise would look over or not see uh, without maybe you know, the punchline. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to speak, I mean, this is what re- the best comedians do: is they they really expose things we need to see and and deal with and wrestle with, all the while while we're you know busting up laughing, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think even in comedy, they're not trying to get to the nuanced levels of all the different situations and scenarios. They're just trying to point out one tiny aspect that we that may sure. exist in this particular scenario, and often get the audience to wrestle right with exactly it, right. And yeah. it is the, I like what you said, Drew, with the caricature thing. It is the simplifications and the exaggerations of a, of a yeah. particular area of existence. One thing I thought about, I think that lines up with what you're saying, Drew, is uh, we were just talking about how one of our favorite authors in the Enneagram is, is a guy named William Schaefer who writes about this idea of content and structure. Um, he says that structure yeah. refers to the unique traits of personality that can be described. Structure is what makes up the content uh, that shows up on the surface the way it does. So content is either conscious or unconscious, whereas structure is nearly always unconscious. So with that in mind, uh, potentially a good meme, one that's based on an accurate structure, is a way to name what we don't want to be named, but it's easy, more more of an easily digestible starting point for our growth. And this also reminds me of our conversation with Leslie Hirschberger, where she talks about memes uh, as, yeah, it's easy for us to, you know, maybe uh, look down upon them, but they are portals of entry into this Enneagram world right now. And, and so it it does, but portals of entry create trajectories, right? And I think there's, that's where some of the concern Mm -hmm. is, is what trajectory does it put in a beginning Enneagram student Mm -hmm. on? if the memes are really bad or harmful versus ones that would be in that category like you talked about, uh, Abram, uh, in terms of creating good structure. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that it it does highlight a certain aspect, right, of of type. It focuses on the one thing, but it confuses it for the whole. And I think that's that's some of the the issue. And the the funny thing is, um, as much as we... As much as those of us who maybe stand on a pedestal and look down upon the meme... The funny thing is, is when we're stuck in our type patterns, we're showing up as a meme anyway. Oh, yeah. So it's just, a, I think, a Oof. helpful reminder. That cuts me deep. Yeah. Yes, we are all walking memes. <laughs> yep. 
I wonder if it's, um, you know, the meme is sort of the ultimate confusing the person for the type. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Especially when um, there's a misrepresentation of what type actually is. You know, when it's lessened to just, to just uh, type as traits, then it's more demoralizing or limiting to the infinite human experience. Mm. Um, and that's where I'm just reminded of um, one of my favorite Richard Rohr quotes where he says that mystery isn't unknowable, it's infinitely knowable. And I think that is, um, hmm. that's, the, that's the thing that I think we all need to keep at the forefront of our minds so that we can stay curious about the, the person who's in front of us instead of just thinking we know the concept, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I mean, just as you wouldn't walk down the street, uh, see someone making pizza and then automatically assume that they're Italian. I mean, maybe you would and you'd m- probably most of the time be wrong. Um, <laughs> but like, that's, yeah. it's just like a, that, that is, that is a possibility of being true, but it also means that, I mean, I make pizza and I'm not Italian to my knowledge. I explain it to, to some people along the lines of like, you know, like we all cut grass, but we're all cutting grass for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And it's it's getting to that uh, motivation. Yeah. It's the mundanity yeah. of human existence is just filtered through our motivation. Yeah, I also I worry about um, this reductionistic simplification, like when these memes are not done well or not done very thoughtfully, that it can risk uh, stereotyping type in such a way that it doesn't allow for. Uh, the complexities and the diversities that are really needed in the Enneagram conversation right now. You know, I'm thinking specifically of cultural and uh, racial mm. diversity. You know that those are there's needed growth in in those areas. Um, also, uh, you know, I know some friends who are really working on neurodiversity in yeah. the Enneagram because that's a really that's a uncharted yeah. territory, and I don't know that most Enneagram memes honor those uh, those conversations. Mm. I'm sure that that they could if done really well and thoughtfully and informed. And um, but I, it seems harder to pursue inclusion. Oh. Maybe if all we're doing is focusing on the simplifications and reductions of type right. as we yeah. know it. Right. That's a great point. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the meme and the coffee mug culture um, as fun and it's funny um and as you know as it's spreading the popularity of the word funny the funny word enneagram it you know it does still tend to celebrate who we're not and i think that's one of the one of the detriments and the dangerous parts of of uh not knowing what the enneagram is for you know type is type is not an external identification but an inner practice as it's Mm. been said yeah I wonder if to finish this out, we can just um, randomly pick a meme and show the ways that it is helpful and it is harmful and the ways it's accurate and the way that it completely misses the mark. Yeah, I think it's a helpful question, Creek. So like I'm looking at one right now. I, I chose to, I pulled one that is about the type three since that's my dominant type. I think I can speak to maybe the complexities of this more than I could other dominant types. And so what it, there's a photo of Tinkerbell who is, looks like she's fainted. And uh, the, the quote is, do you remember, do you remember when Tinkerbell would nearly die every time she didn't get enough attention? That's me now. 
and then it's assigned to three wing mm-hmm. four. And uh, you know <laughs> where to start. So th- there is. Let's start with the good. You know that, that it may be speaking to something uh, that is uh, core or helpful to know about the type three. And I do think if I'm being generous in my evaluation that it is, there is this compulsion of the type three to uh, create value or worth or produce in order to be seen as valuable and worthy by others. And so if those efforts are made, if all sorts of energy is put into doing something and then it's not recognized, that can be devastating Mm -hmm. to a type three. Yeah. Um, and then nuanced, of course, with a dominant four wing. But I, I do think what's not helpful about it is that it's really not about the attention, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that seems to be the whole point of this. If I don't get attention, I'm going to pretend like I'm dying. You know, it's going to be so devastating to me when really it's not about the attention. It's about my own struggle to feel valuable and worthy. Mm. And so when I don't feel that inherently, I will go try to manufacture it so that others will deem me valuable and worthy. Yeah. I found one that is supposedly uh, points to <laughs> points to all the nuances that a Ford brings to the table. Um, and it's <laughs> this tweet where it's like, oh, this is a sad song, turns it up. And... <laughs> Right, it's funny, right? (laughs) But honestly, though I do turn on sad songs sometimes to mirror my emotions, the one, I don't need help feeling sad, that's for sure. And there's also this mistake that fours are perpetually sad, which isn't true. We're just comfortable with sadness being there. Um, And the, I mean every type on some level will i mean i was talking to one of my seven friends who stereotypically is like oh always listen to edm and super fun poppy stuff and he's just like no sometimes when i need to feel my feelings i turn up sad songs and it's like Hmm. (laughs) it's just it's just so um reductionary in we're always sad and we're always trying to intensify that sadness which is true on some level but it's also um it's it's more about the depth of the feeling rather than the actual feeling yeah okay so there's there's one meme um that i just found that says today i completed a chore i have been putting off for six months it took me 15 minutes i will learn nothing from this (laughs) (laughs) oh that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. And that's the thing is I uh, I yeah, I really resonate with that. I do that. I have done that. I'm probably doing it right now. <laughs> um <laughs> I think the thing that that gets me about this, the thing that's like when people say this is what nines are like, yeah, I can act like that, but that's not all of me. You're you, what what's happening is um you're not the meme doesn't show my capacity for change and growth. Mm. It just sees me as who I am as my conditioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not capable of anything else. Yeah, the, the thing about this too is that it names um, the the priorities. The, the thing about the nine experience that it's hard for us to prioritize what's more important um, and sort of sees, we see everything as equal value. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is why 
a lot of times we might even subconsciously know the one that is the hardest one, but tend to do all the little things that that uh, keep us distracted, you know. And I I forget who says this, but uh, somebody I was listening to recently said we should nines. It's important for us to attend to the hardest thing on our schedule for the day first. But one of my favorite Tom Condon quotes. He says, if you, keep, or if you don't keep reminding yourself of the difference between Enneagram type and a person, you, this is the best part. You'll think you have people in a nutshell, but all you'll have is nutshells. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, what a That's quote a to end one. on. That's there it is. One. Well, hope you all enjoyed this little chat about memes. Let us know what you think. Go follow us on Instagram. Um, we got some giveaways coming up, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Truthwork Media Studios.